Hello, I am Anderson Cowan, and I've got a movie to make, and this is week 113 of 116 weeks, and uh, today, uh, talking a little bit more about the film finance side of things, because that's that's where my head has been at when I'm not uh, packing boxes, because I'm in the middle of a move. Found out today that we're uh, the, the closing date got pushed by a couple weeks, not by us, but by the seller, because they have stuff at the property that they can't figure out how to get move to the new location i don't know it's it was weird it's like you can't get a, a moving truck within the next 30 days and they said no so closing date is the exact the, the very last day of escrow all that is boring and that's not really uh, anything to do with what i talk about here on this so um here here's uh where we're at here's where we're at uh it, foolishly this this is not really panning out. If I had pre-planned this, if I was able to pre-plan this, not that's not what this ever was. I didn't know where this thing was going to end up, but I didn't know where we were going to be. But it would be great. It would have been fantastic to be kicking off a campaign or wrapping up a campaign or kicking off production of the movie, uh, you know, right as this thing wraps up here in three weeks or so. But that's not where we're going to be at. And I've said that a few times on this on this here feed that like I've thought about actually you know I've toyed with the idea of could I work that in could I make that happen months ago and it's just it, it would be very weird running a, a campaign trying to raise uh, you know capital while moving into a house uh, a the the wife would not be supportive uh, and b it'd be it'd be kind of weird saying hey I'm moving into a house and for I just bought a house and can I have some money to to make a movie so. Uh, here's what I'm doing uh, in lieu of that, which is going to pay a large dividends, I would imagine, um, by the time that I finally can uh, set this up and, and get this going, which is it's coming up. I'm, I'm going to be raising the funds soon. So at the end of last week, I said I'm going to talk a little bit about active investors uh, versus passive investors. Um, I'm also going to tell you this little anecdote. Uh, one of the things that I'm going to need is a, an entertain, entertainment lawyer uh, to you can get an entertainment lawyer to do all sorts of things for you, as you'd imagine, and they will take large, large sums of money for you to do things that a lot of the things you can do on your own, but you have to, at the very least, pay a law- an entertainment lawyer to look over the stuff that you've done on your own, which is the route that I'm taking. I'm not going to be paying fifteen, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 to uh, an entertainment lawyer to draw up things, papers that I am capable of somewhat doing myself and then paying a, a fraction of that to have a entertainment lawyer look over them and make sure that they're all good to go, that they all pass the sniff test, as they say. So that's uh, something I need. And I, I've asked a few friends because I don't, ha- I don't know any entertainment lawyers personally. And uh, I got a couple names and then my next door neighbor, she's a, a defense attorney and uh, I, I'm, I, I'm cool with her. I like her. And I saw her just in passing. I said, hey, do you have any entertainment lawyers that you could um, uh, throw my way, recommend? Because uh, I'd like to call a few. And, uh, and she goes, oh, for, for what? I said, I'm, I'm not too far from you know, raising capital to make the next movie. And then she just blurts out without hesitation. She just says, oh, I was talking to a friend of mine. And they said the worst investment you can make is in, the, in independent movies. Independent film is the worst investment you can make. And I quipped back with a quick, oh, well, I'm well aware. I know, Deborah. Thank you for that. And her husband was standing there and she goes, geez, why would you, well, wait, why would you even tell the kid that? Why, why, why would you say that? And she goes, well, that's just, I'm telling him what I heard. She's very blunt. I'm, I'm blunt. So I appreciate that. But uh, it is true. I, that, that is 
people in the know, people who like their money and don't like to lose their money uh, and who invest in things, they, they're all well aware that uh, investing in film, independent film, is not a bright idea. It's not a good idea because the very, very vast majority of independent movies never make a dime back. Um, and, and the investor won't see their money ever again. And the filmmaker will never see any money ever again. That's just the nature of the way that everything is set up right now. It's very, very dire. And thank God there's uh, large egos involved. And I'm talking about egos. I'm talking about the filmmakers. And I, there, there's also, you know, this urge, this need to to tell story, to continue to continue down a path, uh, despite all of the hardship and <laughs> angst that comes with it, and despite knowing that there's a very good chance that you will never see a dime again. Uh, but uh, I've got that bug, and I know there's countless others like me. So that's why we continue to see independent movies um, be really be created, uh, produced, and and released. Um, also, there's a lot of naivete uh, out there, and and people think wrongfully they come out here to Hollywood and they think, oh, if I can borrow some money from my parents and friends, I'll make a movie and I'll be discovered and I'll, I'll get huge. Now, I never approached it that way. When I was in film school, I was hoping that that was something that would that would actually materialize, but I was never. By the time that I actually was making stuff, I I was I, I was not that that naive. However. Uh, going back to what I was talking about last week, which is that revelation that 90 to 95% of all movies that screen at Sundance and are on a path to success and have been kind of quote unquote chosen by the Hollywood system. Um, these are independent movies I'm talking about that have been chosen by Hollywood insiders. 99, 90 to 95% of them, uh, are, are chosen before they shoot a single day, a single page before they shoot any film or digital imagery of their story. They, they, this is decided at script level level. This is a lot of the time decided before, uh, getting investments. And just to kind of, uh, explain what I, what I meant by that is it it was told from an investment point of view. So what was being said is, Hey, if you want to invest in independent cinema and you have the right connections and the right channels, uh, there's ways of figuring out which films have essentially already been greenlit before you invest in them. And that is hugely beneficial to the investors. Uh, so it, it, (laughs) it's, it's like a cheat sheet that people have. And, I'm not taking that as, oh, I, oh God, the sky is falling. I, I'm taking that as, okay, great. What do I got to do to be one of those, those pictures, one of those projects that gets, um, chosen? Uh, and, you know, maybe, maybe it's arrogance in me. Maybe it's, uh, the ignorance. Maybe it's the, the combo of the two. But I do believe that what I bring to the table, I, I could be, uh, put in a position where not only would I, uh, will I be able to raise the funds necessary, but also, um, get others you know get get the get chosen i i I do believe that so it's all about um a confidence you always gotta have confidence but also just the amount that i know of uh the the finance side of things since i began this is i mean i knew nothing essentially and I talked a couple of weeks about how it's frustrating to an extent because, you know, I'll, I'll be reading an article, I'll be reading uh, a piece on something, and then it'll raise three more questions. So the next, so I'll sit down, I'll have like five open tabs, and they're like articles that I, I'm going to read. And then I, I read all five of those articles, and I look, and I, I'll have like 
15, 20 tabs open because it will lead me to another link to something else that I need to read about. Well, I've been doing the work. I've been, I've been reading the stuff and, uh, it's, it's kind of like, I'm just going to business school on my own here, uh, quickly, um, and, and figuring out, uh, the best way to go about, um, not only securing money, but giving people the confidence and the real possibility of actually seeing a return because that's the only way that I get to make another one after this one, assuming I get to make this one, which is a movie for vengeance. So I, I got a plan in, in place. It's just a matter of uh, executing it now. Um, I'm very, very close to settling on something, but I don't, you know, I guess it's never really a right time to get married. <laughs> it's never really a right time to have a kid. It's never really a right time to make a movie. I can tell you that making groupers when I did was absolutely not the right time, but it had to happen. And thank God I pushed, I just pulled my head down because if you remember, I, I began the <laughs> fundraising for that one right after I learned that Jillian was pregnant. And then we uh, uh, lost our, our lease on the house that we were renting because the owner decided they were going to sell it. And uh, it was it was crazy. It was insane. And Jillian still it reminds me that uh, as soon as I found out she was pregnant, I said, oh, better drop everything and <laughs> raise the monies to, to make this movie. Uh, that was not the right time uh, as far as my family is concerned, as far as my wife is concerned. But hey. If I didn't do that, I'd be sitting here probably talking about, oh, I got to make my first movie. And uh, thank God I already got that. And I, I, I know that Groupers is going to be able to uh, work for me in, in, uh, as far as this one goes. I have not put Groupers to work for me at all as far as opening doors. And that's on me. But uh, OK, so uh, passive investor uh, versus an active investor. It's pretty simple. Uh, an active investor is going to be somebody who works in the business, who who has a lot of Hollywood or, or motion picture uh, deal cutting experience, uh, working with uh, within the, uh, the, the the Hollywood system. I, I, I hesitate to even say Hollywood system because movies are made all over the place. Atlanta's huge, and of course Chicago has been New York. But you know, there's somebody who has a lot of uh, experience in making films, and uh, they take an active role and. Uh, you know, it's, a, it's just the names that you see when you see exec, executive producer. Uh, so they'll put up some of their own money or their or their production company's money, and then they will um, also do a lot of the heavy lifting and a lot of the work. So they are fantastic. A uh, passive aggressive, uh, passive aggressive, a passive uh, produ- uh, investor is just what it sounds like. Uh, there's somebody who puts up money, also called an angel investor. Is usually angel investors uh, kind of reserved for people who give lots of money and then don't do anything. Uh, they just hope to see some of that money or more of that money back. Uh, usually that happens within 18 months of putting the money up. So passive investor doesn't have an hands-on active role in the making of the picture. I can tell you this. I already have two possible active producers who want to be a part of, of the next one. So that's a, a great start. And that's before I've even gone knocking on doors. So, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you very much for listening. And like I said, it, it's bumming me out that, uh, you know, I don't have things like buttoned up and planned with a big giant send off. My buddy Rand suggested that maybe I do a table read uh, of the script for the uh, for the final episode. That'd be fantastic. I, I'm telling you, I can't get actors in place and do that with uh, everything else that I have going on right at this moment. Uh, but maybe when I do resurface and come back, uh, come back strong with like a table read because that's a great idea. I love that idea. But uh, I can tell you this, for the next three weeks, I'm just going to be kind of regurgitating things that I learned between now and then and uh, 
giving you guys an idea of, of where my my head's at. It's like when the wife when the wife walks out, she I don't like to. And it's not like I'm talking behind her back. I just I just when when she walks in and I'm reading about some of these some of these articles, like I, I I'll do the close the uh, close the laptop thing real quick because I don't want her to catch me like you know going to business school on my own because it's kind of embarrassing. So I think she thinks I'm probably watching porn, but I'm I'm reading about different kinds of investors. Okay. I'll talk to you guys.